snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you might have had that they were any good. You could hear the paper on that one. <laughs> you could hear that. I was reading. I was just script. wondering how high up you were going to go. I'm like the yodeling game in Price is Right. I just just keeps going and going. Hi, DJ. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm Damon. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I really should be in charge of introductions at all times. Yeah, welcome to your inner child as an idiot. This is <laughs> I was wondering how, how until you popped. How high I thought time going. was running out in Mario Brothers. <laughs> Today we're talking about uh, 80s era professional wrestling. Hmm. WWF at the time. Yes, please use their legal name. The Worldwide Federation, the World Wildlife Federation. <laughs> Changed to WWE and then they've stricken WWF. What does E stand for? Entertainment, I think. Oh, that seems brazenly honest of them. Yeah. I mean, they've sort of embraced, I think, the this is fake thing as the, as the well i think the, the thing is on. like in in 1995 we all know that the federal government came in and uh broke up the wrestling monopolies and that's why they had to defederalize <laughs> federate defederate antitrust wrestling regulations <laughs> teddy roosevelt started it in 1901 it's basically it's weird it really was the wild world wildlife federation that won that lawsuit and that's why they had to it's weird that it took that long Put your money on the pandas every time. Always do. Always bet on black and white. Mm. Doesn't serve you well. <laughs> um, so, did you ever watch this as a kid? Um, like a lot of things we've talked about. I should also, I want to have a disclaimer here, because I, yeah. I don't know how much it'll play into the episode, but yeah. I'm going on about three and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> so, I may say words that I didn't mean to say. Why? What happened? I just, you know, I had to stay up late drawing a cartoon. Oh. DrewforComic.com. Get some hits. Everybody go check yeah, it out. Yeah, go check. Click, click, click around. Click yeah. a few episodes back. Yeah. I don't know. See. Do There's other things. Yeah. Do Google searches, various Google searches for it. <laughs> That'd be great. Increases SEO. Link to it in your blog. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, so my history with the worldwide federation of sports <laughs> is uh pretty close is limited i will say that yeah i don't have that much experience watching it i, I knew yeah. a lot of guys who watched it friends but i couldn't get into it except of course as usual with these things there's a weird sexual element for me <laughs> go on and this is embarrassing because i actually google searched this wrestler yesterday <laughs> And I was like, what the purposes. hell was I oh. thinking? <laughs> um, so for me, I watched a lot of cartoons as a kid. And when yeah. wrestling came on, that was like, oh, cartoons are over. Right. <laughs> Time to go do something else. And I guess I should go outside because <laughs> this stuff sucks. But I think one time I got, I like tried to give it a shot. I'm like, well, I mean, it's wrong yeah. right after cartoons. How, <laughs> how big of a demographic shift could there be? <laughs> um, and... Uh, I believe, I don't know who the other opponent was, but Jake the Snake ah, yeah. was wrestling. Jake the Snake And Roberts. he was known, he would have a, a snake, yeah. as you'd expect. A boa. 
constrictor. Um, but right. in this episode, there's a python. I think he had a python. He had a long snake. Those are different things, right? This is. I looked to the audience. You can't see it on the podcast, but I looked to the audience with a knowing Abbott and Costello or Tim Canterbury look about me. Or what's his name on the American office? Jim. Yeah. Constantly uh, looking at the camera. Yeah. Uh, We're both just doing (laughs) Jim shrugs. (laughs) Doesn't make for good radio, but we're enjoying it. It's just silence for 20 minutes while (laughs) we entertain ourselves. Let's do a few more. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he was on and he did this thing when he would knock the other guy out on the the, the ground in this at least in this this episode he would then go to doing the edge color of the commentating ring. <laughs> he would go he would go he would go to the edge of the ring and he would put his hands behind his head yeah and then he would sort of hump the undulate. air undulate yeah. was yeah. that a thing he was known for uh, I I don't remember that specifically, but yes, but maybe. I, and I would have been a kid, yeah. but something happened in my brain parts. In your loins? Yeah, yeah. my brain loins, where <laughs> Loin brain. I was bothered by that in a pleasured like in way. in a hot and bothered sort hot of way. Hot and yeah. bothered way. And it is very disturbing to look up Jake the Snake now, because he is, even if you like try and look at him in his prime... Yeah. He looks like some guy you'd avoid in an alley. He has a long yeah. mullet, like a he's balding on top, but he's sort of sweeping it forward a little bit, yeah. trying to do what he can. He's not in shape, really. No, no, <laughs> in a bothersome way. <laughs> like you're wearing tights, sir, and your gut is coming over the edge of the tights. Hmm. Gross. I don't remember that. Um, so that was my <laughs> that was my link to wrestling. <laughs> Is that is that pretty much it? So you didn't ever really watch no, it? No, I never really watched it. So I was aware, I mean, just as anyone would be, of like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Well, he was... And the guy yelling everywhere. at me in Slim Jim commercials. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, and then I guess I guess there was sort of a resurgence in the 90s, in the mid-90s. I think there was sort of a lull. Yeah. And then it came back with like Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and all those people. Who yeah. Won't so, be focusing on today, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. So I thought we'd do, separate those. Like we maybe we'll talk about the later era later um if we don't feel like we have a lot of material but i think we have plenty of material <laughs> in the earlier stuff because it's it's similar and i had kind of two phases of watching it even as a kid myself and mm-hmm. it was that followed that where in the 80s it was hulk hogan macho man randy savage hacksaw jim dugan, dugan? hacksaw mm-hmm. I don't know uh we'll, we'll find some then he's uh andre the giant uh who are the like? Did I say Macho Man, Randy Savage, Hitman uh, Heart, Brett, Brett the Hitman Heart? Um, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And who was his like manager guy? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I'm sort of oh, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and that was kind of it was a WWF thing, and then WCW was around, but I never. Watched yeah, what that was one. the difference there? They're just different, like because they had someone fl- Flint Lockhart, Flint Glom. Yep. Flint. You're thinking of DuckTales. Rick Flair. <laughs> Rick Flair, yeah. So I, we'll have maybe do some more research, but I think they didn't, like, WWF was, like, by far the big one. 
uh, right when we were growing up. And That's then, the Coke to the WCW's Pepsi. Yeah, and then it switched. It switched at some point. Oh, really? Where WCW had like all the big guys and WWF. Like the big guys moved from WWF to over there. Yeah, like some of them uh-huh. did, and some of them, they were just like growing better talent. And then it sort of either switched again or they merged. I think they merged or something. I I don't know. I do the whole feel story. like they merged at one point. Yeah, and so it was like kind of like it all became one thing. But yeah, in the in the eighties, it was definitely WWF, asterisk WWE. Um, That's what'll be in the fake wrestling hall, of right? Fame. And I was a big Hulk Hogan fan. I loved it and stuff. And then didn't you know? Kind of grew out of it as I was like, this is dumb. When I started right. to become you know eight or something, uh-huh. and then didn't watch it. And then when I was a teenager, for me, it started because my uh, my sister got married and her husband, my brother in law, was like. You gotta watch this, man. And I'm like 16 years old. You gotta watch. You're gonna. You're gonna. And I was like, I've seen this. This is not something I'm into. And he's like, You gotta watch. (laughs) And so I did. And I was like, This is stupid, but fun. And so I started watching it. And then roughly around that same time, my friends, not because of me, don't. I'm not gonna give myself credit for that. But 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 my friends like started to get into it too. And so we would like have the resurgence in the 90s. What you're saying is the resurgence in the 90s can. You are the singularity that spread it across the Well, nation. I mean, my brother-in-law was. <laughs> I was tangentially right. not blood-related to the He's the uh, Socrates to your um, Plato. Yes. And then you're going to have an Aristotle, and then Arist- later there's going to be an Alexander the Great. Yeah. So one of my friends was Aristotle's. <laughs> There's no written record of anything that Tim ever said. It's That's all true. It's just all from my what writings. you're saying about him. <laughs> so, those are pretty deep. I mean, I guess it's only intro to philosophy deep. So, take one in philosophy class in college and you'll understand what that joke was. Um, um, but, yeah, so I, uh, I remember, like, kind of two different eras. And in the 80s, like... I basically just remember liking Hulk Hogan a lot. That's the sure. biggest thing. And anybody and else remember, was like, eh, yeah. I remember like riddling a guy on the bus because I was eventually I just got a sociological interest in it. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? And I remember yeah. asking during the '90s resurgence, like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, okay, well, like you know, like Hulk Hogan was around in the '80s, then he became Hollywood Hogan now, and yeah. he's like bad. I'm like, he's bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, and I was like, this just sounds like a soap opera. It totally is. It's uh, so there's Babyface. That's what they call. Like, like a hero. Kenneth Babyface Edmonds was in the WWE? Yes. He started. <laughs> that's where he got to start. That's what they call them, Babyface. And then the heel is the, like, if you're a bad guy, you're a mm-hmm. heel. Okay. And so, I always thought... Wasn't there also a New World Order, NWO? Yep, that was in the 90s. Yeah. NWO. Yeah. And so, that might actually be... We might have a more fun podcast <laughs> coming up, because I remember a lot more of that, because I was, you know, 16, 17 right. years old. And then, but for the 80s, it's all kind of very nebulous, because I watched it, but I didn't watch it, like, like I didn't necessarily follow the storylines. Because right. they're like, um, it's actually a lot like, I, at least I remember it being a lot like TV was in the 80s, where it's like, there was like a thin arc over the right. whole uh-huh. season, but like, if you didn't watch it, it didn't matter. Like, right. it's it's okay. Whereas like, even in the 90s wrestling, like, it was way better of a payoff if you had been watching for weeks and weeks and weeks and waiting for, you know, Sting, not the, the singer, but the wrestler to show up. And right. then he finally did, and he beats everybody up, and you're like, oh no! And like, then you're like waiting for Mulder's sister to come back from the aliens and what Scully is going to do, how she's dealing with her Catholicism, that right. sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. X-Files. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I'm trying to think if there's uh, we're not quite sure what we're going to watch. So uh, we're going to take a break and actually watch some wrestling and, and well, I think we'll have do our we, modern we, thoughts. We're going to watch Andre the Giant we're and watch Hulk the cla- Hogan. So one of the most classic wrestling matches of all time, supposedly, is the... Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant from WrestleMania 3, I think? Right. One of the early WrestleManias. I said right to confirm the thing I don't know at all. And I know there was supposed to be a classic Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man Randy Savage Uh fight that we'll try to find. And then uh, we'll try to do do a smattering of some other things, I think. Uh, Smattering. No, I was just (laughs) picking on your word choice. You son of a... (laughs) Nerd alert! (laughs) So... Um, it's there's a lot of stuff available on YouTube if you want to go check it out with us and watch some stuff where uh, maybe you're you're just constantly looking at your own VHSs of those and you already know. And if so, why didn't you bring them over and we could have watched those? I have not watched. It's not like something you go back and watch really. At least right. for me. So I. It right. seems like going back and watching old baseball games. Right. But, I mean, with these, I really don't remember who won, right. so it doesn't really, it's at least a little bit. I'm going to be honest, I am kind of excited about this, and not in a Jake the Snake way, don't make it gross. I'm uh, kind of excited because I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. It's going to be stupid. No, um, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, t- I have some expectations. <laughs> this, this is my prediction, is it's going to be stupid, but I'm going to kind of like it. I'm going right. to kind of get into it because it's a very classic good guy, bad guy sort of dynamic for a lot of the things. And that's like, there's a reason why that resonates with kids and with you know, adults alike is because it's like, that's kind of fun to root for the right. guy with a white hat and root against, or root for the white guy with a white hat. Yeah. He's you know, got like, a little white hat on. You know, like in a, in a Western. Oh, I get yeah. it. Not in wrestling. You're thinking of a sailor, <laughs> a sailor cap. Ah, my lady. I don't know why he's Boy, you're really gaying up this podcast today, Damon. I have a feeling this is going to be a pretty good podcast. If it's I remember true. what the ultimate warrior looks like, a like Butch is not look, what it comes into look, my Look, Damon, brain. stop gaying up the podcast. We're going to go watch some greased up guys without shirts With wrestle each paint. other. <laughs> and tights on, they're going to go throw themselves all like, over each other. Like real hetero men do. Um, all right, so we're going to take a break, and we're going to watch some wrestling. And uh, uh, we'll see you when we get back. Bye. All right, we are back. We are back. We watched some wrestling. Yeah. Um, a well, assortment. That was stupid. I'll, uh, <laughs> I was, Wait, you don't give away your rating yet. I was right about that. Uh, do you uh, want to? Uh, let's start going through what we watched. Um, so the first one we watched, probably the most famous match, yeah. um, in that era's history, if not all of uh, in, in wrestling. En- entertainment wrestling's history. Yeah. Uh, under the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Right. WrestleMania 3. three. Yep. Then we watched The Ultimate Warrior versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep. yep. Which was 7. But, uh, and I then we so, watched yeah. Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan, which was WrestleMania 6. Was that right? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was 5. I remember because but... I was watching and I was like, I think I know who wins because Ultimate Warrior is the champion in 7. <laughs> I thought it I thought it said Five with an exclamation point. But I don't no, know. I don't think they do. No. <laughs> um, and 
What else? Then then we started getting we threadbare. Watched, started watching uh, promos. We uh, did watch promos, which is my favorite part of the night. Yeah. Um, we watched some Macho Man Randy Savage promos. Yeah. We watched some Hulk Hogan promos, some Ultimate Warrior, uh, a couple of Andre the Giant, Hacksaw and <laughs> Jim Duggan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was basically it. Is it, it. Duggan or Dugan? Axel Jim Duggan. I think it's Duggan. Duggan. I could be wrong. Um, Did he have a natural crossed eye, or was that? Just I don't know an if he just, I don't know if he just played that up like Eugene Levy or something like just right. like when he takes off his glasses. Um, and what else? We watched uh, Brett the Hitman Hart against Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Shawn Michaels, who I kept thinking was in Poison, but that's not right. Brett Michaels. You see how I make that? Cool? Yeah. And they Brett also, Hart versus Shawn Michaels, Brett Michaels. They also dress similar and have similar hair, actually. <laughs> Spandex and yeah. hairspray. Um, and then, what did we just watch? I already forgot. R- Roddy Piper oh, versus... Yeah. We watched uh, some Rowdy Roddy Piper Kevin. promo stuff. And then... Kevin, who was he fighting? Jen- oh, Mr. Perfect. Jennifer. Oh, Kurt, Mr. Kurt, Perfect. Kurt yeah. Hennig, yeah. 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 So that was the the assortment we watched. There's yeah. a ton to choose from. Like we could have, you know, you could watch it for you know years. And yeah, and if, in the ways it felt like we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say. Okay, so when I was uh, younger, I didn't think much of the promos. Like I watched them because I remember them. Yeah, but I didn't. I wouldn't. I didn't look forward to them. I thought it was just kind of like okay. You're setting up the fight. Let's let's fight. Give it some drama. Give it some heft. Watch, Give it some stakes. Watching it now, those were by far the best things. I never really care. I, I in fact, we have me on record right before the, <laughs> the, the break of me not really caring for Macho Man or Andy Savage. But now I realize that he may be the greatest entertainer of our age. <laughs> like his promos are a piece of art. Like they he really were. Would purposefully not look at the camera and just sort of spin around. He would spin around and and, what and the poor say? commentator would like have to sort of like mean Gene his, his yeah his yeah, microphone just face around his com- body completely 180 yeah. degrees away from the camera and just keep turning <laughs> like was, he was on a lazy Susan. It was very much like Doctor Teeth in the, on the mu- <laughs> he from sounds the like Doctor Teeth. Uh, yeah, he, I totally uh, get it now. Like uh, I, I never really yeah, he was never my favorite. I mean I I didn't. Dis- I mean, I like disliked him in the way you're supposed to, like when he's a heel. Right, he's like, some sort of villain, but he doesn't seem very villainous in the promos. He's just very goofy. You kept saying he was a villain, but I didn't pick up on that during the things. I think it's like... Uh, he's basically so ludicrous. It is r- weird, because they flip all the time, too. Like, sure. sometimes he was a good guy. And I think the basic way that they tell you is, or that you know, is that they, like, they set it up that way. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, they cheat. In the match. Right, uh-huh. Like, when the guy, other guy's not looking, he'll hit him in the head with a chair or something. Right. And then it's like, well, I guess he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it doesn't work. Like, sometimes they'll do that, and they're setting it up for him to be a heel, and the audience is like, woo! Like, you're like, oh, I guess he's still a good guy. <laughs> Anti-hero. Right. Um, but like yeah. Michael Chiklis in The Shield. Mm, exactly yeah. like that. And a lot of that was uh, inspired by Randy Macho Man Savage. Mm-hmm. They actually, he um, gets a, a created by credit. Yeah, on the shield. If, you watch. if you're paying attention, you would see it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it just talks like. Well, now I feel like I'm getting. He talks, talks like. No, this. you're getting Woody Allen. Yeah, in there. I keep trying to put the New York accent. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't know what. I tell you what, brother. It's like it's like a yeah. really straight. He sounds like he's trying to take a shit the whole time. But yeah, I'm like how some and the Ultimate Warrior was even worse. I was like, how yeah. do you not just like? I feel like your esophagus would just look like well, like look like the Ultimate Warrior's little bandanas that we would hang off well, his the, biceps. The, the Ultimate just Warrior ribbons. I mean, I'm sure all of them were at one point, but like the Ultimate Warrior is clearly on cocaine. Like when he's oh, like during his God. promos, you're like he's like talking about dragons. <laughs> And he's just like out of his mind, right. and he's like, and you know, I, I get that that's a character, but it's also like, oh, well, clearly there's some improv there. Made but a like, sound. I'm sorry. Uh, well, he did that too. Like in the first one, he's like, oh, well, that was was so weird. I mean, Macho Man Randy Savage. I guess his character wasn't that clear either, but he was he was like funny and weird, just funny. It, and it was consistently like weird. The Ultimate Warrior I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes you would talk really fast and talk about f- dreams, nightmares are the best part of my day. That's yeah. a direct quote. Yeah. And then sometimes you just be Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I'm like what are we doing? I think he is supposed to be crazy. Like that's like part yeah, of this but thing, it was but... like well, if you're playing crazy, especially in something as campy as that, and I yeah. choose that word deliberately. Yeah. The, the like, let's pick a character and do it. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, uh, and we didn't watch a ton of Hulk Hogan promos, but, like, I guess he was more, I mean, he was crazy, too, but he was, like, a little dialed, he was more like a dialed down he, His warrior. promos weren't that good, but I would say he's probably the better, one of the better entertainers in, in, in the ring. Yeah, because he was more entertaining in the ring than Randy, Randy yeah. Savage was. He liked to do some smack talk, even though you couldn't see him. He liked yeah. to do his little finger wagging, yeah. his little glowering for the audience. Uh, it was like when he does the thing, like a little bit of me is like, yeah, get him. Like, <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, because it's like, it's like my uh-huh. seven-year-old self is still watching yeah. a little bit. Yeah, my- well, I liked it when they would throw him around, and like if he was injured, he would make this like weird, like arching almost back. ballet pose, of yeah. his, his arching back and this weird face, um, which I kind of appreciated. It was just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because it's like, you know... When we are, I think when we we were growing up, like in the eighties, when this stuff was originally airing, they were still like just like the WWF itself was just not talking about it. Like when people would be like, "Is it real?" Like right. it's like so obviously not. Like that's not a question. It's not right. like. It's but I like, remember that that people get really defensive, like in, yeah. in high school. Well, and it's, it's part of it. I think was the company line. I think the WWF was like. Of course it's real. You know right. what I mean? Whereas, but I like, mean actual people. Like, people in my high school yeah, yeah. really defensive. But I mean, I think that's because of that. Like, oh. they, they were kind of like, you know, if the, if the company's saying, like, well, yes, Vince McMahon wouldn't lie. Right, exactly. But I think as it went on, they started to make that part of the storyline, like, that there were storylines. Right. They started, it got very meta, and I think it kind of became more fine to just be like, yeah, it's fake. Yeah, of course. Yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> like being yeah the toys r us draft isn't a real draft like <laughs> yes but uh it's it's not important that's not the point you right know? um and i think we should do a second show about the 90s because i feel uh, like it would be very different i definitely want to especially kind of getting into this a little bit i'm like because some of it just like you know action movies or whatever i don't know if it got better but it's more what i got used to right like is that it was a little faster and a little yeah. bit you know because it they were very some of it was very you know the building the drama in the ring was very like okay guys 
Well, the yeah, yeah, the ring was a better spin. Well, I don't want to get talked too much about it, but it just seemed like all the promos I ever saw, it always seemed like some jackass was walking in on a fight and just glowering at someone. <laughs> yeah. Just the Undertaker is coming in from stage right. He's not well, part of this yeah. fight, and here he is. <laughs> That's true. Um, there is more third parties as it goes on, I think. Although it did happen in some of the matches we watched. Oh, what was the one we watched? Uh, adorable... Uh, oh my God, Adonis. that was. We took a little. That was a weird one. We watched um, the animal. Yeah, was the guy's nickname fighting because we had we had been watching. The reason I found this person is we were watching Jesse Ventura promos, and I want to talk about Jesse Ventura. Yes, briefly later, and also talk <laughs> like Jesse Ventura. But um, we saw he he was sometimes followed around with with this sort of chunky guy. Yeah, actually, he was very spherical. Like he was yeah. fat in almost a pleasing way. <laughs> Like he was just so round. You're very symmetrical. He wasn't lumpy. He was just like, um, he. His name was the adorable Adrian Adonis. That's right, Adrian. Um, and in the promos with Jesse Ventura, he was usually just wearing uh, like overalls, oh, like a cowboy and a, hat. And a cowboy hat. Yeah. And I was like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah. And so I looked him up, and but all the pictures I found of him, he was like uh, all dolled up. He had like a blonde wig on, and he was making very effeminate gestures and holding flowers or confetti or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, we have to watch a fight with this guy," <laughs> which was the worst one we watched. But also, that was the worst one. It was definitely not like a title bout, but yeah. it was. Um, was it the rec center? <laughs> it definitely looked like just like we're heading down to the Hartford Rec Center. Come on, we're going to do a fight. WWF comes to Murfreesboro. The, yeah, we can get the audience. We're going to have to need uh, 58 vans, but we can get them all <laughs> we can there. Get them in there. Um, yeah, and I guess the whole his whole stick was. He's gay. Being a faggot. That was, that's what I, <laughs> it was all a disclaimer in case you couldn't tell. I'm also a faggot, so I can say that. Yeah. That is our word. That's my word. Um, um it yeah, was really, that was his shtick. as it was really uncomfortably homophobic. Like, it was homophobic, but there was, there was something about it for me where it was so homophobic, like just the basic premise where I was like, all right, fine. I, yeah. I like it. When they're saying stuff like the the whole audience is like, he's clearly supposed to be the heel, and like, yeah. but and he's like, you know, kind of making kissy gestures as he walks right. down, right? And, and everyone's booing. And they're booing, and then like doing the the limp wrist right. action at him, and he's just doing and at it first right like back, a- and and it's like I'm like, oh my god. The first swipe from the animal, he like, oh, he cowers away and he gets has a very dramatic exit. He's not going to do the fight and then he comes back. Right. But of course he I, wins also. At right. The he end. also wins on a technicality. Right. We're yeah. not going to let that faggot just get away with it. <laughs> um, but um, the other weird thing was, uh, for me, the, what, what I guess was like, okay, it's very homophobic, but the fact that they're even acknowledging that gay people exist was like, right. you get some points in my book for that. <laughs> and then in this hyper-masculine, and by the way, hyper-masculine usually just loops around to it really does, gay. Yeah, it's a circle. <laughs> it's clearly a circle. Because um, they're, they're shirtless guys oiled yeah. up, rubbing all over each other. Right. Yeah. Um, but in this hyper-masculine world, the fact that they would like, what if one of the characters is an effeminate gay guy? Yeah. And I'm sure it's like a punchline to them, but it's kind of like, yeah, Sure. Yeah. Okay. One of them definitely is. <laughs> whether least. you whether you're they're All acting that, that way warrior. or not. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He looked like he just got back from a rave. Yeah, it's true with his his uh, pastel his, or his, his day glow his, little yeah. banners, his little little that first, fringe things. That WrestleMania seven or whatever with with Macho Man Sa- Randy Savage and 
the Ultimate Warrior. There were so many colors when they first so, came out. It was like it's hurting my eyes. Yeah, because the Ultimate Warrior had his little face paint on, and his little fringe, around. and then his feathered hair. And then Macho Man Randy Savage had his hair dye, um, his <laughs> comb over, and like a a star spangled bodysuit. Yeah, and he's got his when he comes out in the jacket. It's also got like fringes. And, right. Like, yeah. And it's just like, what am I looking at? My eyes literally started bleeding. Yeah. Like I didn't know what to do. <laughs> It was really weird. It got on our couch. Um, you thought I was having a religious moment. <laughs> that, Look rest- it up. Look it up. What does eyes bleeding mean? Oh, yep. nothing. That's just wrestling. It's wrestling stigmata, but like, anyway. I thought um, it was like a St. Francis of Assisi thing. <laughs> um, that was, uh, what else did we watch? Uh, Andre the Giant, poor promos. Like, it was very clearly like... Yeah. I a Princess Bride will make me love love him forever, no matter what. Right? Because like, uh, but Princess Bride, he had to be like heavily coached on right. his, and you can see like, oh yeah, he did improve a lot. Yeah, even though he's still hard to understand. He, was, he Princess would just Bride. be like, uh, and you, I'm down for the count. No, you want to be down for the count. And it was like, <laughs> right. Uh, it was a very weird thing. I also enjoyed, of course, I mean, getting back to him, um, because we didn't see him at first, but we, when we started watching the Andre the Giant Hulk Hogan match, I was like, is that Jesse Ventura? Yeah. And then someone refers to him as Jesse, and I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. Because you can always spot him because he's growling. He's the only person I know who can growl and enunciate perfectly. <laughs> Just, I'm always talking like this. Every letter I say will be perfectly executed. It's very weird. He, we I, have a problem with our infrastructure in Minnesota. I also like there was the, the the fight we saw with Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Uh, Ultimate Warrior comes running out onto the ring, and he's like, "Oh, he shouldn't do that. He should be conserving his energy for the fight." He and then was, when Hulk Hogan came out and meandered out, he's like, "Now that's a wise move on Hogan's part." I'm like, "Stop!" He was really no, concerned. it's not real. <laughs> we all know it's not real. Oh, I uh, like him though. The one uh, that we were that's supposed to be like um, we watched Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, and that was supposed to be like the high flying. Like they kept calling Bret Hart the most scientific wrestler, which yeah, I the think most just, scientific w- world champion, or I think whatever. it just means like technically skilled. The way they say, but it, what I don't know why they keep saying scientific. <laughs> yeah, they said it once and was like that's a weird wording. Yeah. And then they, then a different person said it again, and we're like, what the hell does that mean? So every time he got knocked down, we're like, what do you think of that science? <laughs> Boom! Boom! Velocity to the mat. Um. So, but it w- it turns out that I totally get why it doesn't really matter if they're technically good because while they had a few moves that were like, whoa, that's really cool, yeah. you can't you can't physically do those like for fifteen minutes straight. You're right. So for a whole match. So they had to like kind of do kind of boring shit in between. So it was like kind of flipping around, but there was none of the like theatrics of a Hulk Hogan match or anything well, where they're like a little bit of it, but like it wasn't kind of the same charisma. I want. Like, I think we might have been too hard on them because they were at the end of our of our wrestling watch, and I think we started to get a little tired because I feel I noticed after two matches, I feel like they're kind of yeah. The same. I got it. Yeah, they are kind of the same. <laughs> uh, the guy who's winning at the first part is not going to be the guy who wins. <laughs> got There's it. There's definitely sort of a formula to it, but I will say even just uh, in my defense. Bret Hart is just kind of not as charismatic. Oh no, 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 and he's not. Shawn Michaels, Very even though I like Shawn Michaels, was a little charismatic in that. A little he was bit, an he was being douche. He was being but he douche. was losing almost the entire round. Yeah, and it, it seemed like it was just like you don't get that kind of like the cartoonishness of it. 
Right. You, like, if those guys had been more charismatic, you, I think it would have been even more impressive. I think like, they were had... trying to be somewhat realistic, and that doesn't work. Yeah. You know, like, just let's go whole hog and be yeah. ridiculous. I think Bret Hart was just being Bret Hart. Like, right. he was just like, that's kind of... He's kinda, being he's, Canadian and boring. Yeah, he's like, he's like nice and confident. Right. And you're kind of like, that's super... And then Shawn Michaels was just being nice. No, mean and confident. Right, yeah, just like cocky yeah. dick, but yeah. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I did feel... And this, this is also, as a non-sports person, it reminded me a lot of football... Yeah. Except football, I kind of understand why people are just sort of standing around sometimes. Right. Because there's a lot of downs, and then they stop. Right. And then they reassemble, and then, blah, 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 and then they're down, and then they stop, and then just cameras of people walking. That's a football <laughs> game to me. This, though, it's like they get into the ring, and then half of the time, they like slam someone down, and then they get up and just sort of wander about. Like, like pin him. If this is the rules of the game, like I know it's fake, but I'm like, can you at least like make it seem like you're trying to win the match? But they'll just get up and just sort of like start talking to the audience. I'm like, oh my god, he's getting up. You know he's getting up. Or they'll talk to the referee. I'm like, oh for fuck's sake. But it's like stop. that thing. It's like the I don't know. It's like the the villain monologuing thing where it's like yeah. obviously you're giving them an opportunity to get out of the right. shark tank or whatever yeah. for no reason. Um, not the, but it wasn't always always the villain. It would, they, they, not always the villain in the the round. It would just be yeah, everyone true. because they would be slamming their bodies down, and then everyone would just sort of stand around <laughs> for a bit, doing some weird stuff. And I'm like, wow, what a thrilling match this is. Did you see anything that like surprised you that you like? Didn't? I was surprised by the promos. I was surprised yeah. by Macho Man Randy Savage and and sort of the theatricality of that. I guess I just sort of expected it to be a lot of trash talking. Right. But there wasn't all that much of it. Sometimes it was just weird fever dream stuff with the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. I think, yeah, the, it's, it's weird because they're like addressing the audience and the camera, but they're like talking to one per- They're like talking to their future opponent. Right. They're like, Duh, And sometimes that guy, Mario, would be there, uh, Mean Gene or mean whatever. Gene, yeah. But sometimes it would just be them in front of a camera screaming. Yeah. Like the Ultimate Warrior liked to put his belt in front of his face and just talk behind it. Yeah. It's <laughs> a surreal moment. He's a weird dude. I, I agree. Like that, I now, having watched that, in in retrospect, like I get the appeal of Macho Man Randy Savage now, like right. as, as a character, because I I never really truly appreciated him until just tonight when yeah. we watched that. I'm like, oh, he's hilarious in like a stupid promo sort <laughs> right. of way, you know, like but like almost like he's making fun of it himself. Yeah, oh yeah, he's like, totally he's, not. Like that was, I think, one of the th- unique things about him is that it felt like he was in on the joke. Yeah, and we saw actually we watched because we watched one compilation of his promos and yeah. mixed in were some clips of him on our Hall, and he's yeah. very charming. Yeah. Um, whereas Hulk Hogan, I've never really been charmed by, and the Ultimate Warrior was whacked out on cocaine. Yeah, well, Hulk Hogan's not like he's not funny. I mean, he's not ever no. been supposed to be. And I think both of you and I really appreciate the the humor aspect of it. And I, I think that he's just not like Macho Man was so wacky that it was just right. it was just really funny. And he, what do you say, Elizabeth? Go right. I'm going left. Yeah. Like, when he left, when he left, he would leave. He would leave interviews abruptly. <laughs> Uh, he would just walk off the stage, usually not facing the camera. There was one where he was looking directly opposite the camera, and he said, "And we we had learned from other matches that his wife's name was Elizabeth." And he's like, "Ooh, Elizabeth, go right, I'm going left." And then he would just disappear. And we're like, "What's going on?" 
that's pretty awesome. Greatest um, entertainer of our time. Yeah. R.I.P. So. Yeah. And that was also kind of depressing. Everyone seemed dead. Ultimate Warrior's oh, dead. Yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage is dead. Uh, Andre the Giant is dead. Oh, that's right, Andre. Well, I mean... Bret Hart is still alive, despite what I thought. They were in their like late 30s, early 40s, like when they came, in, came to prominence. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I don't know all their ages, but I think Hulk Hogan was in his like late 30s in... He definitely 80s. looks it. I've and never seen the one that's so still many. <laughs> I've never seen so many bald men though. Yeah, it's with kind of... mullets. Like everyone. Like I was amazed. I mean, I know the joke's been made about M- Michael Bolton, but I mean, were we that deluded in the '80s that we could not see past someone's long hair in the back to see that they were just balding in front? Like Hulk Hogan's balding. Were we um, more? Were we more? Macho a- Man is balding. Accepting? Who else? There was another one. Uh. I feel like there was another one. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Bret Hart has very thin hair. Yeah. Like, I don't think he was balding, but it was just like a hanging lank at its sides. Were we more accepting of a balding man back then? Have we regressed? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Given the Adonis match, I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> think there's some steps forward. Uh well, I guess, I mean, is there anything else you want to no, add? That's, that's, I, I think I've think we'll, covered it. We'll definitely have, have to, ooh, I think we'll definitely have to do another show on the 90s because we got to talk about NWO and the wrestler, <laughs> we gotta. wrestler Sting we gotta. When, when Hulk Hogan went to, became a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. All that kind of stuff. And then he reverted back, right? He converted yeah. back to. Yeah. And that was a huge thing. Like <laughs> You got really excited just We did that. because, you know, because we were no longer, I mean, we were teens. We were like 17 or something at the time. 16, 17. And so we remembered Hulk being right. a good guy and he was a bad guy. And we're like, oh, but he's a really good bad guy because he's like a, you know, a really right. cheating kind of, he would like always claw people in the eyes, like yeah. really snotty. Like, and then he turned good and we're like, oh yeah, like when we were little. <laughs> you know, it's kind uh-huh. of, got his old jersey out. Yeah. 23. Like, so we'll have like nostalgia for the nostalgia that we had when we were. Finally, someone's appealing to someone's nostalgia. Nostalgia. Deception. Um, all right. So, what do you think? Was your inner child an idiot? My inner child wasn't an idiot, but I would say that your inner child was an idiot. <laughs> I would say children who like this were idiots. Uh, yeah. Here you go. I mean, it's not. I mean, Macho Man aside, the revelation that is his performance <laughs> art. Yeah. Um, it's very boring, and I feel like after. I mean, I only watched five or six matches here, and I feel like I got it. Well, yeah, and, and I, it I just got really boring after a while. The shows, like if you watch a, well, you know, there was a regular like Monday night show for a long time, and it was like three hours long. Jesus, I remember we went to um, like in the eighties, it was three hours long. I don't. Remember I know that. About the, the I 80s. know in the nineties there was yeah. a Monday night Raw, but I remember on Saturdays it was maybe on for maybe an hour. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like if that was. Might have been just an hour, and I know we went to one one time at Hero Arena in Dayton, Ohio. Nice. Um, there was a show, but you know that's like a ton of matches. Like you go and it's like you know there's there's several. There's probably like ten wrestling matches. So I mean it's it's several hours long, but it's not like you right. could go get popcorn while. But I just feel like most of them had generally the same sort of shtick yeah, in their moves. Did. 
Um, so I can understand the urge to want to like add that drama of like yeah. having rivalries and having people be evil and having people be good and have them do these like hype hyping up of each other. By the way, is Hera's arena is that associated with Hera's? No, it's casino? just Hera. Because you know, H-A-R-A. Macho Man Randy Savage also came up with the slogan for Hera's Casino. What was that? Well, you you know uh, the, the the slogan is. You snap know you into gotta, a <laughs> snap into a casino. You know you gotta get to Harris. Oh yeah! <laughs> right at the end, that just made me think of it. He also, didn't actually Kool-Aid. do that. Um. Oh, yeah. Every time, actually, anytime you say "Oh yeah," you have to pay oh, a cent yeah. to the estate of Macho Man Randy Savage um, until his grandchildren are dead. I'll say this: I, I understand the appeal of it. Just the like, you good, give into your inner child. No, listen, much. listen. Let me <laughs> let me fucking finish. God, damn it. I understand the appeal, the good guy, the bad guy thing, but yes, I was. <laughs> um, because it is super boring, and it is also like very predictable. Like as you said, you could watch one night of these matches and be like, "I get it." Yeah. Um, and again, aside from you know Randy Randy Macho Man Savage as like an outlier, the rest of the promos even were mm-hmm. pretty dumb. Uh, yeah. And you know, especially like, knowing it's fake, like the people taking it really seriously. I'm like. Yeah, and you know it's kind of cool. Like, and as an adult, to go back and watch, like, because, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, the bad guys were bad guys. I didn't like the bad guys, right? You know, I wasn't one of those kids who was like, "Yeah, I root for the bad guys." Like, that comes later. You know, when you're Josh Riley. Ugh. Well, when I, you know, when you're like, or at least when I was like six or seven or eight or something like that, that's not what I did. Like later in your teens, maybe, but like when you're rebelling against your parents. Well, I think when you when you Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Well, and when you understand that Uh it's like part of the game, like the villains are part of it too. You know. Uh, and now as an adult, sure, but like, yeah, then, and so they were the most entertaining part, and I didn't like them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was definitely an idiot. <laughs> Fool! What do you think? Uh, you can let us know. Oh, yeah, good. I you're you're like, I'm like, I already said. <laughs> I just spent 20 <laughs> minutes explaining to you what I thought. Uh, your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com is our email address. You can find us on Twitter at YICIAI. You can find Damon on Twitter at Damon Xanth, X-A-N-T-H. I remember yeah, this time. Yeah, you remember. Good job. I'm uh, DJ Phillips on Twitter, and djphillips.com is my website. You can find Damon's comic, Drewford, at drewfordcomic.com. God. We have so many. We have to have a centrally located. Yeah, we're going to get a website at some point. Um, if anyone wants to donate a website to us, just give us one. We can just place a logo in there. <laughs> you can you can send it to our P.O. box, which we don't have. Um <laughs> You can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, please, if you like what you hear, uh, subscribe on iTunes and rate us. Uh, give us a good rating. Yeah, give us a good That'll rating. That'll help us climb the charts. We'll be able to uh, get better ratings. We'll be able to get maybe a little bit of sponsorships, money, which means we can make more episodes. So it's good for everybody. Maybe we'll Most quit our jobs. Us. Mostly we'll, us. We'll probably get yachts. Yeah. Because if there's anything I've learned about doing podcasts so far, it's that it's way lucrative it's lousy with yachts it's incredibly lucrative um no we have a lot of fun and we appreciate uh, we just have fun here there's a couple of guys <laughs> chatting around yep. um thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time anything else damon no all right <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah all right damon, you- are the best part of my day damon you go right i'm going left <laughs>